farting like that with my hands actually relieves stress. Oh yeah? It feels good. Yeah, I could do a big raspberry on Yeah. Yeah, you just kinda hold on. <laughs> Get that little fluctuation on it. You sound like a little Pekingese dog. <laughs> <laughs> everybody hello and welcome back to the big bad beetle bros hey. i am here with griffin uh our editor hi uh you might notice a little bit of a lack of two familiar voices this episode mm. we are actually without a cameron and a ryan for once mm. um so the inmates are in fact running the asylum <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so today's episode we've got number 43 fangula's last bite almost you know, legal episode which is nice immediately following a frankenbeans one mm -hmm. um i do like that the others are are all getting their own episodes since we've already had mums as well yeah um, we had the curse of mums tomb yeah um, so it, it was a, it was a good one um I've, I've seen more frankie episodes by far so far in yeah. the season uh, part of the reasons i think david fletcher was a writer on this show uh, the actor who plays frank and beans that might have something to do with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i, can, I, I liked it. it i was yeah I, it was good i like the fang it, episodes and when we discuss yeah. this one i'll tell you why Technically, yeah, so it's, technically it's not the first Fangula-centric episode that we've had, but it is the first, I think, that we've had that's entirely pretty much about him, more mm -hmm. or less. Yeah. Um, which is, is nice. Um, so for the beginning, we do start out with the kids. Uh, they are getting to Hillhurst. They've ridden in on their bikes, hmm. and Flabber is is having some issues <laughs> with his his dear roommate. He is in fact bawling a little bit. He's he's crying. You know, you got your big your big Flabber tears. Uh, <laughs> I made a boo boo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love I love it. It's uh, so good. Right away, I noticed that Brittany, who plays Joe, is wearing mm. one of Shannon Chandler's shirts from very right. early on in season one. And from, this is uh, the episode three, you said, I think. I, yeah. And you'll see it's the exact same kind of rainbow sherbet mm -hmm. <laughs> shirt that, yeah, that yeah, Shannon it is. wore. <laughs> and I was a little, a little floored because they're literally trying to make her look like Shannon. I don't know if oh, it was on purpose or if it was I, deliberate, but it was weird. It may, yeah, this is. It, it could just be that it was a, you know, she just, just an inherited the old. Yeah, she and just, she got it from her, or she just inherited just, the the previous actor's wardrobe, right? Potentially something along those lines, right? Yeah. Which I mean, to be fair though, she is a bit smaller. Brittany is than Shannon, so I don't know if it would. Like, it almost seems like it shouldn't fit. Like, Joe wasn't as big as the others before, of course, but... What I'm thinking know, she, she, is it fit her because when Shannon wore that shirt really early on in season one, she was smaller. And I think eh, her size at the time is probably yeah. suited Brittany for her age. She's, like, That's exactly a year younger than than shannon so yeah she's kind no i think of you like, are right especially because she did grow over the course of the first season until she was gone yeah through, so like one thing i noticed when we did joe's strange change that i didn't bring up is that it was almost like a joe rebirth because she's like the same size she was at the beginning of season one <laughs> right they aged her back it's a, a year yeah. yeah yeah the old actress progressed and then they bring in her replacement and she's the reboot. she's the same yeah she's the literal reincarnation of joe when she started out in season one now they got her fucking clothes on her <laughs> it was very jarring just, when yeah. i saw her walk in the house with that we begin shirt. again she is she is wearing overalls over the shirt though so. yeah well, anyway, yeah so uh respect up uh, to the episode at hand, I suppose. Um, mm. Flabber is, in fact, crying as as Fangula seems very despondent. He doesn't seem to be reacting to much. He's kind of not comatose. He's just kind of spaced he's out. He's just not all there. Like, he's just, no. Mm. To which we soon learn uh, is because 
of Vlad. So we Ooh. get a bat uh, flying into the foyer, foyer, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> this bat flies into the foyer, and I and thought it was Fangula at first because it's a very similar animated bat kind of effect, and it goes poof, and he materializes. And what's his full name, by the way? It's Vlad the Impaler. Like, because he does say, he goes, it's me, Vlad. Prestige. And and then they kind of, like, stop for a second, he goes, the Impaler. Mm. So, like, I think it is, it's Vlad the Impaler of, like, I think it might be Mm -hmm. the actual Vlad. Which, for a kid's show, bold. But at the same time, (laughs) I can get behind it. Nice. That's Mm. history. That's history. <laughs> yeah, right away, I notice this guy's long hair that goes down to his shoulders. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally not. Kind of the never had the hair jet that black Fabio look mm-hmm. <laughs> with a is, with a goatee. <laughs> it's Fabio. If he, his, if he uh, his colors completely jet black. He has a cape and long robes, kind of like medieval, because he's mm-hmm. still very much of his time. Very They're soon. very, yeah. Very, like Fangula like a... before him. I guess that's just the Count fashion Kinda. that they have. Yeah, he's got he's got a red robe uh, with a, a golden and purple on the inside I like the gold. that kind of sits yeah. above it. Yeah, I yeah, love the strong purple, the strong I purple really that's do. almost the same purple that Flabber wears. Purple and gold it's, with a bit more is, red. Um, it's like royalty. Royal. Royal purple. Yeah, yeah I was just said it at the yeah. same fucking time. Literally, yeah, it is. It's, I think it's royal purple. It's something along those lines. Yeah, his. It's really nice footwear. Like, it's hard to tell. There aren't many full body shots of him, kind of like, but it looks like boots? he has. Oh, I don't know. It's like metal boots, kind of like Gambit. Yeah. From X-Men. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, you're right. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> He's also got, um, and I can't tell if this is like the tie together for his his cape or not. It appears he is is dazzled. He is covered with golden chains of some form or another. It, I think one of the loops around him is for his cape, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It looks like he's got like some medallions and some change. He's he's styling. Yeah, he's, he's styling. styling out here. Um, yeah. He comes off pretty foreboding, and we came away liking his character the most of this episode, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Vlad has come to what seems to be more or less he is giving Count Fangula a progress update. Like, it's his report. It's almost like an ultimatum. Yeah, he basically has come in and been like, you haven't turned anyone into vampires mm-hmm. what kind of vampire doesn't turn anyone else into vampires <laughs> like it's 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 almost like hr has come in yeah what's refreshing <laughs> is that they don't do the sort of oh i'm your brother oh no it's it's my right. it's my brother and you know i can't stand my brother that would have been a much stupider approach um yeah, I, quite like I wouldn't have liked it as much it, his... it very much is he's come in for his performance review mm-hmm. yeah as a vampire and, and, and easily, fangula is failing easily could have <laughs> just done a a fangula number two relative right because his design is is very similar with the cape yeah. and the robes but yeah, yeah absolutely it could be i mean for all we know like it could be like his dad or something coming back or whatever mm-hmm. but like it just would have been boring it would have already it? been done I mean, you know frank and beans has a dad already so exactly they, they did we've had already. we've had baron come mm-hmm. back several times mm-hmm. to have family moments with frank and beans so like we don't need it Fangula. I want this I'm guy. I'm glad to come that back. they went a different <laughs> approach. I want Vlad back too. I want it to happen. Uh, so yeah, so so Vlad comes back and essentially uh, he states, "I'm here to more or less do the performance review for Fangula. He has been slacking on his vampiric duties mm-hmm. uh, as he has not been turning people. Um, he has not been drinking blood. So Vlad gives us a flashback to himself, essentially going over." the vampire excel spreadsheets of <laughs> the incoming uh, yeah vampire. no he's, he's inside um, a very cool new set that reminds me out awesome. of something out of like holy grail something <sighs> medieval. Sounds right, but like like monty python so there's something of that 
level essentially of, like, it's just it looks like quality. a medieval castle and yeah. we even get an exterior shot good. of what i assume is a miniature maybe it was like stock footage of something from like knights of tirnanog or something that saban had but it matches the ex- was... it matches the interior that we cut to that he's in it all looks really good he's in his book that he's looking at is like a list of comrades essentially that he knows yeah. that he's there to look after you know there's all these different names and there's like a, a count next to them like numbers right. counting like i what was that after cheating on my test um i had the I had, it's it's apparently cities are one column vampires are another column and then number is the third column so okay what it look what it seems like the whole point how is how many vampires they have in each city uh-uh it's uh oh how many they've tur- yeah i see it how now. many they've turned and well, there's different none. cities on his list one of them is denver mm-hmm. another is boston i saw boston and then yeah. there is anchorage and charterville and of Man. course fangula is the one assigned to charterville and he has like yep. zero fucking numbers he's literally done he's done <laughs> he hasn't done jack shit he's turned to anyone all I'm these pretty other sure, vampires yeah, have like 20 or 25 like and fango is over here drinking blood lights hanging yeah. out in the living room listening to flabber play the organ so vlad is uh pulls over a a globe very very large globe Goes, I must see it for myself. Which confirms that this is in fact a U.S. town because he stops on the United States. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we cut to he puts his hands on the globe and it kind of slowly transitions into the front uh, room in of back, Hillhurst. Yeah, back to Hillhurst, which kind of implies that he's clairvoyant, but it's not really confirmed. I wasn't able right. to tell from the it's editing. Either, yeah. It seems like he could either, you know, be like a flashback or he's got vampiric powers. You know, he could see into the uh, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Um, it. Now, one of my notes here, as the kids are running away from from Fangula, who wants to suck their blood, Roland's acting in particular was cringe inducing. It's ADR like it's done in post. Yeah. And his screaming ADR is just like, okay. uh, yeah. And it's almost like the actor is going through like changes in his life. Like his voice is noticeably deeper than it was episodes prior. Oh, but it's almost like he's it it might just be a teenage kind of thing. But that is actually that I think falls on the the duty of the voice director that brings these kids in for ADR and it's like, uh, Mr. Baez, <laughs> yeah, Come on, wake man. up a little more oomph, hey. please. Like yeah. You're supposed to I can see it. be... Herbie! Yeah, like, Herbie! <laughs> Barker! Yeah, <laughs> Barker. Oops, sorry. Is... I didn't mean... <laughs> I didn't mean Peter Parker, but no, I meant no, like it, Barker, it, it, it Wesley very, Barker. Very know. J.K. Simmons-esque quality. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Bias. Bias. You serious? Bias. Come on. Yeah. You know, a little more oomph. What do you think? Money grows on trees around here? Yeah. Give it more. Oh, yeah. I need pictures of magnivores. <laughs> I trust it my just... barber. <laughs> oh, man. Now, point being... Roland's acting is fucking terrible in this in this episode. That's <laughs> something I noticed. Starting with the, uh, I'm afraid. So we cut back from from Fangula failing to bite them. Cuts back from this here flashback of Vlad deciding to come in to teach Fangula how to truly be a vampire. Vlad so we is in cut the back. house, baby. Cut back to Flabber begging Vlad, please. <laughs> Give him three more chances. <laughs> We've got flubble. I mean trouble. <laughs> so Flabber throws himself to the floor, prostrates himself before Vlad, yeah. grabs his leg, to which Vlad responds, and I'll let you take this one because you did it way better than I could do. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh stop begging! I can't stand beggars. 
<laughs> don't apologize. Always oh, sorry this and forgive me that and I'm not worthy. <laughs> what I'm we saying is his performance, like shooing off Flabber, reminded me so much of God from the Holy Grail. You know, there's the scene of the cartoon. So good. That they're speaking oh, to. Oh, no, that was... <laughs> In Holy Grail, oh, it adds to it adds to Vlad's performance. It too, does. It's really he's good. Like, oh, <laughs> hush up! You know, it's just oh, stop! I don't have time. I don't talk this don't, kind yeah. of behavior. You know, quit groveling. I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. It's very. There's also what I don't like is his is his outer cape. It looks like. I don't know a bed sheet almost. It's like that yellow, like the the gold side. Yeah, the gold side. I don't know. To me, it, it just looks like a bed oh, sheet that's no, yellow. With it looks black like spots. a tablecloth. It does look like a tablecloth. It does. It looks like a tablecloth. Everything about it, him yeah. looks so cool until he turns around. <laughs> it really does. Oh, also, Fangula looks different in this scene. Um, he has a different colored cape. He has a gray shirt and gray face paint, so he looks pale. I like he, I like his look in this scene. It like emphasizes yeah. that it's he's very, it's, it's rather dark. Yeah, it's he's rather, not himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a cool detail. Which I mean, he does explain. Um, and he just I mean, to his credit, he's very upfront about it. He mm. doesn't him and Hall. He just looks at him and goes, "I am depressed. I am sad. I am a bad vampire." Like, oh, are yeah. you, what, why are you even asking me why I'm upset? He's not he's uh, not running away from his problem. No, he's he's very upfront with it. And mm-hmm. we kind of pan back to, to Flabber, essentially reacting to this, of which is one of my favorite effects. It may not be the best effect of him crying, but what <laughs> yeah. I will say is it is hilarious where they absolutely ran two hoses or something behind his head, put it on either side and had him hold the nozzles slightly closed with his fingers <laughs> so that his eyes are just firing tears in two opposite directions. It's like two fire hoses coming out of his well, hands. It's supposed well, to be him did. crying. And um, it is so good. And I love it so much. That's why Flabber is my favorite like character in the fucking universe billy forrester plays him like 100 percent every time he always comes up big and he's funny he's just does stuff like this it's large he's out loud he's just my favorite (laughs) he's good i like it uh so so after this here we head on back over to zoom zoom comics cut to a Um, fucking reused exterior (laughs) used a hundred times to a scene griffin has seen a million times Mm -hmm. of the same few people milling about in front of the store it's that chick in the mom jeans it's like Like, why are you still here (laughs) go in and buy something already (laughs) you've been going lady uh, what were the kids so, doing there, by the way? What yeah, so they've uh, they're, we cut inside. Uh, the kids are looking through comic books to attempt to find. Uh, they, they're basically just trying to trick him into believing, hey, uh, Fangula's a better vampire than you think he is. Um, yeah, yeah. They were going through vampire comics because uh, whenever they go in and they were talking about, oh, they got to bite people, garlic, uh, all of that. Mm-hmm. Drew just goes, nah, it's stuff we already know. And he throws the comic down. And then they brain power, bitch. Yeah, 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 brain power. You already know everything about vampires ever. No, you know everything. (laughs) You're fucking. You're the Hermione of the group, Drew. Oh, he is. He (laughs) is the Hermione of the group. Oh, you're right. I hate that. You're hot. I want to bang you. Oh no. Look, listen to me. I, mean, I sound like fucking Fangula in this episode because he was getting <laughs> frisky with the kids. <laughs> uh, as we as we leave the store um, from, you know, the kids finishing up looking at the comics and everything, we're like, no, we already know all of this stuff. You know, we're not, we have nothing that we can beat him with. So, like, oh, we've got a dead end. We're gonna leave. We'll go back. We'll figure something else out. As they're leaving Zoom Comics, we cut to the Magnivores who have been hanging out uh, on the roof 
uh, listening in, and they hear that uh, that Fangul is having his issue, that Vlad is there and is kind of, you know, on everyone's backs about everything. These fucking so kids they should really learn sign language. That way, Megavors can't pick <laughs> up on Seriously. every conversation they have. It would have it would have fixed 2001: A Space Odyssey, and yeah. it would have fixed this episode. Exactly. <laughs> Just learn sign language. Actually, I don't know. It may not have fixed 2001. Hal probably could have figured out sign language. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. (laughs) I saw you in Bowman. Uh, (laughs) So so they teleport out uh, to go tell Vexor. And we cut back to the to the the room in Hillhurst. And Fangula is still very stoned. Kind of out of it. He's down. He's 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 pretty sad. And so Flabber. Being the true, the nurturing the homie, character that he the is. True, yes, the true caregiver, the homie, the nurturer, uh, brings a bunch of raw meat and blood sausage and and things like that to him. Be like, come on, man, snap out of it. You know, here I got your favorite, your food to eat it. You know, and and Fangula is just he's not having it. He mm-hmm. looks at it. And he goes, you know, I'm just Fangula does. Describe. He goes. You know. I, I've just lost it. I've lost the will. I've lost the will to bite. He says, <laughs> which kills me a little bit. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> I've lost the will to bite. <laughs> yeah. Time out for a second. Um, I have to hear what Fangula says because I'm sorry. I don't feel like it. I'm depressed. I've lost my will to bite. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he does say I've lost the will to bite. Yeah. yeah. No, I did, yeah. Um so so Flabber is trying to get Fangula to eat, you know, raw meat, <laughs> blood sausage, things like that. To which Fangula replies, no. And I think that's what messes Flabber up the most is that he was polite to him and he said no thanks, because he literally just goes, uh, no thanks, and then it cuts. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> on that love note. the uh, the shot of Flabber putting the steak in his mouth. I was like, <laughs> yeah, here, like it this. Is <laughs> it is a good one. It's like it could easily be made into like a meme. It's like this is how you eat the steak. <laughs> it's like oddly right. sexual Just- the way he has the meat in his mouth, like trying to remind. Fangula, like how to eat. It's, such a... it, it's just him nomming on the edge of that. It's him raw just nomming steak. on the raw steak. You know, it, he got a silver ugh. fucking platter on the cart that he brings it, into the yeah. room. That's the thing. He bites like the very end. That's just nothing but fat too. Like that's commitment. Photoshop <laughs> dick over that. And like he does, he noms on. He chews, kind of like moves his head from side to side. And all I can think is Billy. Get Billy. it out of your mouth, man. Billy. Get it Billy. out of your mouth. <laughs> chewing the scenery here, literally. <laughs> we do cut to the Magnivores taking a look inside, trying to figure oh, yeah, out. Yeah, we've, we've seen this so fucking we, shop before, too. We get Noxic scraping away yeah. some, some grime from the window, and then a pan. Well, the, the, the Typhus and, and Jara uh, holding him up so he can see in the window. We saw that. I know the episode that that's from. Drew and Flabber's Flabulous Adventure. And that's the scene where they look in the window and see Flabber and Drew go into the comic and Joe and Roland are left there just guarding it. Yeah, I it's the same it, scene and they it, just repurpose it for this one. They do that a is. lot. But it is. This episode has more just recycled scenes than any of the other <laughs> ones so far. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh it's we cut back to the kids have reached uh hillhurst again and it's it's where we really find out that yeah it was the politeness because they come back and they ask you know how count fangel is doing um to which flabber looks and he goes no he said thank you and they're like wait what he goes our problem's worse than i thought (laughs) (laughs) so he's, he's like you won't eat he won't try to bite anything. And so the kids are like, he won't he won't bite us. Flabber's waving his hand in front of Fangula's face. Fangula's not reacting to anything. He is fully just comatose at He's this point. He's just blitzed. Into yeah. the chair. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So Vlad comes back. Um, and, and he's going to uh, take him away, right? 
does it yeah um and his first instinct immediately rips fangil out of the chair just goes so no improvement huh the the magnivores outside notice vlad has returned uh, and they're like whoa you know this is the guy we need you know, we, we should we should get him on our side. He can help a lot, which he probably could because Vlad seems to be, you know what, relatively competent as compared to everyone in, in the Magnavore game. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we need to get him on our side. Oh, yeah, because that worked so well with Quincy Moto. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Which they've already failed at this exact plan. Yeah. So... Vlad is like, all right, well, I'm going to come back for, you know, for Fangula. Um, you guys have failed. I'm leaving. I will be back. And whenever I come back, he's coming with me. So he turns back into a bat and then he proceeds to smash through the window. Noxic is looking through what a dick. Um, at high speed. You know, he could have got glass in his eye. I mean, Noxic has, like, goggles on, mm -hmm. and Jara has a mask, but he could have got glass in Typhus's eye, therefore it's not very nice. Yeah, or his fucking uh, whale head, you know. Like, hey! <laughs> well, come on, dude! What I know it's a shitty that? house, but, like, hey, all these people that live What's here, up, you man? prick. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, yeah, so Vlad, Vlad smashes through the window in front of them, um... Uh, goes flying out they now uh the magnivores are getting hyped about their idea so hyped in fact that noxic <laughs> delivers us a little ditty <laughs> a little a little rap <laughs> out of nowhere which makes zero sense in the context because literally a, a window just breaks in front of him turns around watches the bat go flying out and just immediately starts rapping fled fled He's really bad, <laughs> but he wouldn't want to make us mad. And it is great. It reminds <laughs> me so much of Joe Pesci's rap from the 90s. I love it so much. Griffin, seriously, you have to hear it. So I, will, <laughs> I have to hear I it. I will send it to you when we are done and recording. somehow, like, work it into the episode. It is so good. Uh, <laughs> I was so I, taken aback by Noxic just busting it, out into a rap. I, like, there's even like a beat. Sense. Oh, they overlaid to the music. It was like. <laughs> yeah. Flat, <laughs> flat. Yeah. He's really bad. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Hey, hey, beat out my ass. Treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast if you move too fast. I talk to class. You don't have to ask. Getting everything by flashing cash Fighting and stealing, don't kill without feeling So I went in casinos before they start dealing All about respect and intellect Only mess with the women that pick up the check So we cut back from the the bat going flying out And Noxic's sick, sick rap To back into the room They're trying to figure out how to, you know, help Fangula at this point And Flabber uh, has an idea And it causes... One of the best sequences of special effects that I have seen so far mm -hmm. in this TV show. Oh, yeah. Uh, of his giant glowing Sesame Street letters of it just says the word idea with a, a light above his head. Uh, and he pulls a couple of them off and I think he eats one. He does. He does, actually. <laughs> um, and then he kind of burps out a little of, of light <laughs> that comes flying out. It is weird. It is unnecessary, and it is one of my favorite parts of this episode. It's just fucking <laughs> That's what he does. So, I mean, I don't so I have no idea what you just said, but it sounds like flabber. <laughs> well, yeah, no, like there's just, there's literally he, he's like, I've got an idea, and he starts making a bunch of motions, and then the, the letters pop up, and it says "idea" above his head in multicolored <laughs> Sesame really? Street letters. Yeah. And, and he, he pulls one off and he eats it. I think it's the, the light bulb. What? He pulls it off and he puts it in his mouth and he eats it. And then it just goes, he, he goes, and a little puff of light comes out of his mouth. <laughs> it goes, I'm not, like, I'm not messing with you. I don't really remember does. this. He does. <laughs> he chases it back. Um, it's, a, it's about nine minutes and 30 seconds. It's about nine and a half minutes. It's in. a nine minute uh, effect? Holy shit. No, no, no. <laughs> nine minutes long. That's like an artistic short letters. film by fucking Gabe Torres there. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll get him back. Hey, Gabe. 
What compelled you to make this nine-minute film of flabber-eating letters? Those are allegations, <laughs> my friend. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> so so Flabber begins to explain uh, his idea to the kids uh, he goes well all he really needs in order to get out of this is he needs a victim or three so he convinces the kids to pretend to become vampires so that Vlad will basically give Fangula a pass um, that he's finally turned the three kids he's been chasing around for the better part of a year uh, <laughs> has finally got him. Um, so the kids are like, all right, well, you owe us Flabber. So Flabber is sitting there like trying to think of something to, to, to get him back for essentially is he's, he's like, I've got to give something back. So he's, he's offering a few things and none of them really, you know, are, are landing to where he goes. I'll show you my tattoo. <laughs> so oh, the kids yeah. Well, we've seen tattoos before, Flabber. And he goes, well, this one, well, it's on my skin. Oh, my skin. <laughs> <laughs> the and the kids, of course, are like, all right, well, well, fuck yeah, I'll look at that. Does that mean they need an x-ray <laughs> to see his spleen? I don't. So, <laughs> or he's fucking magical, so he could just it, materialize I, one. I, I think. <laughs> so because yeah because he's like because before he's offered all these other things he's like oh, i'm gonna make you know goo come out of my nose and like we've already seen you do that flabber like yeah. so he's you know all the other things but he's like well well i've got a tattoo on my spleen so the kids are like well you know oh. all right <laughs> and so i don't think we don't see it immediately but mm -hmm. flabber does look over at fangula and he's like all right buddy we've got you it's all gonna be all right in the end so oh, yeah, and then it just pans over to Fangula. To him like, staring despondently uh, into space. Like he's just, yeah. he's just a broken man. <laughs> so he is a broken he's vampire. More man. Machine he's now than man. <laughs> so like, so we get toxic. Yeah. yeah. That is toxic. Toxic is 90% PVC tubing, it looks like. <laughs> At this point, pipe Marley. It, it is. It's pipe Marley. <laughs> I said it at the beginning of the show. I'll say it again. That's from episode two, you guys. If you want to be all meta. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So so we we don't we cut to the uh, the catacombs. Yes, yeah. to to the cemetery okay. to the Magnivores, and they are bringing their idea to Vexor now. Uh, they're like, please, oh, evil one, we need some help. And we think we have an idea, to which Vexor replies, shut up, shut up, I have an idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. You, you got it. I'm going to make you do Typhus's voice. <laughs> the grandma! I, uh... <laughs> you got to say all that in Typhus's voice. Oh, wait, the, uh, but I thought it was, it was Noxic that was like, oh, evil one. Take your not? pick, motherfucker. I oh, no, no, it is. It is. It's Typhus. Take your pick, oh, evil one. We need a monster. <laughs> well, that's really good. Oh, yes? What kind of monster? <laughs> I didn't really, uh, we think we've got, we have a surprise for you. <laughs> Wrong. I have a plan. You'll take Unctuous out of the comics. Um, shit, piss, motherfucker, cocksucker, tits. I don't know what he says. <laughs> <laughs> ship is living from our our perfect little skit uh typhus and the others they bring back uh the information that they have acquired that vlad is there and they think he is the best possible choice to which vexor essentially replies no um you guys are idiots i'm <laughs> i'm not listening to you anymore everything you do fails <laughs> i'm going to make us a plan just follow it you fucking just, just follow it <laughs> you idiots are always eating donuts instead of obeying so yeah and then doesn't he doesn't vexor throw the comic down and that's when we get unctuous yeah, yeah. He, he goes he basically goes I, we're going to bring unctuous out from the comics you are going to support him he will take down the beetleborgs so unctuous is he's got kind of a like a horizontal crab shell mm -hmm. a huge one on his back two large kind of grayish 
white, maybe a little tinge of some extra color to it. Pincers, uh, some crab yeah. claws. He's got yeah. crab claws. He's and two bulky huge eyes. Big old eye stalks. Really? Big old eyes coming that. out of the top of his head, right under the, you know, the very edge of that back carapace piece that he has. He is in every sense of the term crab people. And I want to say it right now. I love him. <laughs> well, I nice. love this monster you know on I second thought i'm gonna edit it. all that out and just show the audience go look up a picture of the front cover of the prodigy the fat of the land as a, co- <laughs> as a picture of the crab <laughs> this is the prodigy burning <laughs> yes oh no that, oh, that album man. open that album opens with smack my bitch up a dance floor classic yeah oh, that album's fucking piece of history Smack i love pitch. it change my pitch up brown oh, I, I, that I should be unctuous's theme song is some fucking prodigy <laughs> you know yeah yeah uh, <laughs> jokes omen, aside can be omens like i love the prodigy i'm glad i'm glad that you actually made that comparison because yeah. i haven't met a lot well you were describing a fucking crab and of course the i know thing I, I mean think I'm, of I'm, is, I'm trying to but is, I'm like i'm trying to describe the prodigy it. album a yeah. man in a suit too mm-hmm. like to give him a better idea because i don't want to just describe like you see the crab he's a crab yeah. like i didn't want to do that <laughs> no so. that's ryan's job it's like oh you know that thing it's basically that it's that yeah now and another thing is the actor inside the suit is doing a good job with like waddling his arms around like really stiff he's shuffling from side to side as well kind of like a crab does He's not walking straight ahead like a fucking human. He's actually right. weaving from side to side the way a crab does. I noticed that right away. It's like, damn, this guy's in character. He isn't because I know what a shitty monster looks like. We got plenty of those yeah. on the show. Like we've had, about to say, we've, like fucking we've cataclasmic. <laughs> I hate you. But, uh, this he's good. And of course, we'll talk about him more on our fucking monster menagerie toward the end right um take me to the next scene bub i want to see what happens next gotcha so uh we cut back from this back to hillhurst where you know flabber and fangula are standing there in the foyer and they're freaking out like oh i don't know if this is gonna work you know i don't i don't know if it's gonna anything and flabber's like fangula please (laughs) calm down and then fucking boom mike is in the shot (laughs) that's not the only time (laughs) That that's happened. The front door but... opens and as the kids come in, the boom mic enters the shot in the top yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. I actually so like you... it when that happens because it reminds me that, yeah, this is something that, a, that they you shot, know. you know? It's, I don't know. I just fucking love behind Oh, the no. I love looks. that stuff. It's I love it. Charming, too. you know? It's good. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It has a very, I don't it, even it, care. it is. It, it's charming. It has mm-hmm. a very certain charm to it where it's like, yeah. You know, that lower budget stuff. I just, I love it, too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So. Well, um, is this the scene where they all get in the coffins and, like, yes, try to is. fool Vlad? Yes. So the, the kids come in uh, all wearing their vampire costumes. And they look at, at Fangula and Flyber and they're like, we're ready to go. The kids all get into the coffins. Uh, they all lay down and they're pretending to basically have been turned into vampires. So Vlad comes back uh, to to check in for his next performance review for Fangula. Yeah. Uh, so Vlad makes a bunch of bat sounds like he's going to come flying in through a window or something, and then he just opens the front door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I remember is, watching that and being like, oh, he just uses the door. That's kind of... One of my favorite scenes, though, going to be honest, because you hear the bat and you, and you keep expecting him to like come in and then the yeah. door just opens. And he's yeah. like, hey. Uh, so oh, is he ready? Oh. <laughs> it's like fucking Kramer walking in the door it, on it Seinfeld. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like he's dropped all sense. He's so done with them at this point. He just wants to go back to Transylvania mm-hmm. or wherever it may be that he's from. I believe it's Transylvania because Fangula says it yeah. earlier in the show. Um, so he's like, I just want to go back. So he opens the door and he's like, well, what do you, what do you have to show for yourself? And Flabber looks at him and he's like, well, you're going to eat your words. So Vlad looks over, and all the kids are sitting there in the, in their coffins, talking mad smack to Vlad. Uh, it starts with Drew, and he's like, "We've we turned ourselves into vampires. Aren't you happy? Like this is what you wanted." We are you know, legitimate they, vampires, not our Oh yeah, and then Joe's like, like he, Joe gets a funny bit 
which I'm very thankful for. But her and then my fucking part, dentures keep well, falling out. Joe's like, we got a p and accidentally spits her teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> and then puts them back in. To which Vlad, who is not an idiot, goes, lose something. And Joe, in the most just Chad move, goes, mm-hmm. uh, just my baby fangs. Well, he's not he's not stupid, you know. He no, figures it he's out not pretty dumb. quick. He, he essentially does his veiled threat and he goes, Well, I can make sure. One little nibble I can bite on her and then we'll know for, for certain. So he starts walking over threateningly towards Joe. Yeah. Same as Fangula did, because for some reason all the vampires just want to eat Joe. <laughs> and he does his <sighs> over yeah. her, which Joe is backing away. Which I don't understand. She can punch him in the nuts. You don't have to turn on the superpowers for that. Just go <laughs> sock it to right. him, and then like yeah, exactly. Just punch him, punch him in the mouth, something like that. like anything. Yeah. So whatever. Flabber breaks first and goes, no, no, no. Okay, fine. She's not a vampire. Mm-hmm. Are you satisfied, Vlad? Uh, however, is not in fact satisfied. He turns around and begins to drag Fangula out of the house. Throw like throws open in the broad door. daylight. He takes him outside into broad daylight because they never yeah. shoot scenes at Hillhurst at night, which was exactly. kind of cool. Right. But whatever. They just put on sunglasses right. and they they're put on fine. And they're okay. So Fangula and Vlad are are walking out the front. So they put on their sick cool guy shades. Because uh, they have to do that because the sun's out. As if Vlad couldn't so, be any cooler. <laughs> right. As if he couldn't be more awesome. He looks like a so, fucking messiah now with the shades. He does. And I still hold what I said at the beginning of this episode. He looks like the lead singer of Seether. He absolutely does. I have to go. Looks pee. like he's about to <laughs> sing fine again. That's fine. Um, yeah, I kind of got to go to the bathroom too. Uh, All right, quick we'll pick break. it up in a minute. fight with unctuous done okay yeah we should we get i am recording now last thing you said was vlad's shades make him look like a messiah figure almost so he looks really really cool and um (laughs) when noxic yeah noxic actually (laughs) walks up to vlad um, it's like he's trying to show how macho he is, I guess. And yeah. it's like Vlad's just like, ah, get away from me, insect. Don't touch the robes. <laughs> he's just yeah. like, he's such a boss. I love it. And Fangula in his cool shade is just like, yeah, get away, bitch. He actually shoves Noxic <laughs> away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and now, 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 Unctuous is there too with the Magivores. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he oh, looks they, cool. They call yeah. As they have that conversation. Yeah, and they call him in and he's like, you'll have to answer to our army. Or no, he's like, he's like egging on Vlad. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> we're going to mess you up, bitch. And he's like, you and what army? And he's like, this one. Yeah. <laughs> you remember what he says? I pull on I do, of course. My favorite line in the show. <laughs> Where she goes, that's not an army. That's that's a that's a crab. It's crap. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> I love how deadpan he delivers it too. That's not it's, an army. That's a crab. Crab. <laughs> I, I just, love it. He's just so up there. He's so above these primitive beings. I love it. Oh yeah. And we get so, the recycled shot then of the Beetleborgs front flipping off the porch. We've seen yeah. that before. Well, uh, so they actually don't they actually don't change right at that moment. So they're still in like their tuxedos and everything. Oh on. yeah, yeah. They do the. Oh, sorry, I missed the. We get the theme song going up to fifty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, they all you know they 
take inventory of everything. Um, mm -hmm. And they're like, uh, they might need some help. To which Roland's like, uh, yeah, let's Borg it up. Well, they so, have to Borg every episode or else. I mean, oh, yeah. it's called Big Bad Mega Borg. So, yeah. So our, our song counter does, in fact, go to 50. Yeah. Uh, so they go get the transformation scene into the borgs yeah. uh yeah no and then no no drew and roland decide they're going to deal with the magnivore jets and joe stays behind to fight unctuous on the ground the whole thing about the the magnivore jets showing up had me worried this was the low point of the episode for me because i knew exactly what direction the episode was going to go in like it was going to be i felt like the same climax it always does. Yeah. Magnavore yeah. explode. Yeah. Monster goes back to comic. Yeah. I, I, I started to get that sinking feeling around the time Vexor says, Oh, not only like, you know, summon a monster, I'll get all sick Magnavore jets on them too. It's like, bitch, come on. All right. I want something more, you know? Yeah. Just put Magnavore, I don't know, tanks, Magnavore AVs, add something. It's just, you know, that's that's the stock footage they had to work with. They obviously they have to write around yeah. the stock footage. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As as Gabe and Rick both told us, it was yeah. more of, for a lot of the portion of the episode, mm -hmm. a lot of what dictated what was going to happen was the footage that they got sent. Um, so, exactly, look, I get yeah. that. I was kind of excited when... Yeah, I I thought Joe was gonna fight Unctuous and the Magnavores all by herself, right? Um, because she does, she says like I'm gonna go fight him, and then the other like the Beetle Battle Base does come out at this point as yeah, well. That's kind of a boss moment for her. Is like I'll handle them and right, and so them. like they go up and they're of course destroying the Magnavore jets because what are they gonna do? Shoot lasers into the ground like stormtroopers? Like yeah. they're Magnavore jets. That's kind of to be honest, all they've done the entire it's show. Fucking routine. Like, <laughs> who cares? I get, I get why. I don't even phase them anymore. Them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we, we get them finishing off the Magnavore jets and everything. We don't really get a 1v1 between Joe and Unctuous. No, no. It's just like it's Not all over all. the place. But we, get, we get stock footage of three, all three Beetleborgs against Unctuous. The Magnavores just peace and out. Yeah, as mm. soon as the fight starts, they leave. They're gone. They literally look at it and they go, "No, no, no, no!" It's like, oh, we're not, we're not in the B fighter footage, so we have to go now. <laughs> exactly. And so they peace out. So we get Juku B fighter footage mm -hmm. of the fight between all three of them and Unctuous at this point, uh, mostly Hunter Borg. Yeah, yeah. He the editing is frenetic, so somehow. Uh, it's it's uh, it's Roland against Unctuous, just one v one. We yes. get the cool like claw fight. Oh, we get a pretty. I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty sick claw fight. I liked it mm -hmm. initially. It it ended badly. It started right, off right. like it would be really cool because like they were gonna do like the pincer v pincer fight. It yeah, I loved like the parallel bad, between the pincers. Bad. It's like those four pincers that Unctuous has are just like Roland's hunter claw. So I was exactly. I was invested. Exactly. Or at least they function exactly the same. They look yeah, different. Yeah. They look different. Uh, Unctuous yeah. also has a water gun. He does. He has a super soaker, which I hold was shooting slime at him, given his name Unctuous yeah. literally means covered in slime. Yeah. The close-up of the claw shooting the water looks very silly, but when it hits Hunter Borg, he, like, gets blown back like it's a he fucking does. fire hose. But he catches himself. He, he lands on, like, the side of, like, a hill. Uh, in the, yeah, in he he what rebounds because they're fighting by the ocean, I guess, and, like, yeah. re Hunter Borg rebounds off the rock. That was, that was kind of a cool move. It was pretty sick. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, with that rebound he knocks him back to yeah, which straight back into hillhurst like we went from the ocean side to back to hillhurst because it's the american footage now unctuous stands up and he's like i'll take you all on and we proceed to get approximately three full more seconds of a fight scene because all yeah. three of the beetleborgs pull out their blasters and ghostbusters him into not existing anymore immediately by all three blasters mm -hmm. uh get sent back we cut back i did like the uh the cheering that fangula and vlad are doing though. oh yeah no no that's right i shouldn't have skipped that i should <laughs> big hype mode yeah fangula 
going, yo, with his hands above his head and his yeah. sunglasses. God, it's they so look funny. so brotherly Good. in their shades. I it just looks so it. cool. Maybe that should be the thumbnail for this episode is them just like yes, <laughs> yes absolutely yes I love it. <laughs> let's get cracking my pleasure <laughs> 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 So yeah, so um, let me so take it from here. This is my favorite scene. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Unctuous flies back into the comic book, which is inside the catacombs, right next to Vexor. He gets so mad that it starts to remind me of of Rhodes from Day of the <laughs> Dead, which Joe Pilato played that part, and he's also the voice of Vexor. And so <laughs> he's just in a real down to earth moment. He just goes. Let me guess. Everything went to shit. You guys failed. Unctuous. You you brought me nothing, essentially. And they're like, uh, uh. it's like, oh. gosh, it's a solid like minute of Vexor just ripping into these guys. And it's the most down to earth he's ever been in the series of just like, I know what happened. How can I? You get you three are basically dead to me. Is what he's saying. That's why it was my favorite is because Joe Pilato got to like put on a performance that this show rarely gives him this much screen time. Yeah, it, even in the screen time that he gets, he doesn't usually get this much creative freedom to just kind of go off like yeah. he doesn't. But it, he does. And it's mm -hmm. better for it. It's good. It was great. I hope we get more scenes of, I of Joe Pilato. I mean, he's probably the most you know legendary actor that ever worked on this series <laughs> i think you're right yeah <laughs> looking back right. like yeah i don't know for me anyway i think he might might be the biggest name in the show yeah and he actually went under a different name like in the credits he comes up yeah. as joey pal not joe Pilato. and that was, yeah i remember that i don't maybe he just I don't, know. I don't know i don't know why actors do that in the first place it's like they want to be anonymous almost <laughs> right oh yeah so um i believe we have two final responsibilities to take care of before we're done here i'm close to done we got two more scenes ah! <laughs> <laughs> god damn it one of our last two scenes is vlad saying goodbye because in a total cop-out move for me he's convinced that fangula is right in his <laughs> element and I suppose the fight with the Beetleborgs has convinced Vlad that, yeah, man, like you kind of have it made here. This is kind of a noble cause and help me out here. Why does what is Vlad? Honestly, it more seemed to me uh, than anything else as he was like, oh, you've got your hands full dealing with all this. Like okay. you can't spare the time to like. Yeah, it still kind of feels like a cop out because his original was to put fangula back in line and get, you know get more get more points inside the book you know be a vampire but yeah it just kind of falls into the same thing you know in an episode on a tv series things usually end up kind of back to normal it's, by the end a deus ex machina mm -hmm. is more commonplace yeah. than in yeah. like a movie or something like that like it it's got to go back to the formula so that we can get back to the next episode. So like, it's understandable. Yeah. You know? Things are, self, things are like really self-contained in all yeah. these Saban programs, especially this one. But sadly, yeah, we do say goodbye to, to Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> like that yeah. menacing sure. full name is, yeah, I hope we see him again. He was my favorite character this whole episode. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I liked him more actor, than I liked the actor's um, brilliant. He plays him so straight and he looks cool too. I liked him more than I liked crap, man. Fuck it. Vlad goes to the top of the list now. <laughs> yeah. Get Amped out of there. Mm -hmm. It's a coup. We're staging a coup. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cameron. Let me take Love you, you buddy. <laughs> let me take you to our final scene of the kids with Flabber and Fangula. And it seems like Fangula isn't gonna 
hunt for blood anymore because he just doesn't have it in him. Wrong. He looks right at the kids and just like, yeah. you look frisky and just goes for him. Yeah. No, 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 so no, no. inappropriate. No, he's like, well, how are you feeling? He goes, I'm feeling frisky. Yeah, and then he, he looks at the kids with those lustful eyes. Dude, I died. That word doesn't mean what you think it does, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's just, it's almost baffling what they got away with. with this show. I, honestly, I think it may have been slightly different in the 90s. I yeah. don't know yeah. for sure, but I do know what it means now. And that's not what it means. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's the freeze frame ending we get with the kids like screaming yeah. their lungs out and they freeze frame and get an animated comic panel and it goes into the comic book. And I just thought that was so funny. It was. It was yeah. nice. It was really yeah. fun. I liked it a lot. And then we get um, the credits, whatever. Oh, yeah. The, the, the end credit scene of them dancing like dumbasses. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's just kinda, I don't. I haven't seen this one before, but um, you know, Fangula Mums and 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 Wolfie, the whole monster cast shows up for this one scene. So it's like I a still weird don't count plot. that as them being the episode. They weren't there, you know. No, they were not in the episode. Interesting. I would that was a first for the series for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, especially for a Hillhurst centric episode mm-hmm. to not have mums or wolfie or gulam or well mm-hmm. we haven't had gulam in forever but like mums or wolfie have just been gone yeah and frankenbean but gone that's true so we did it dude that was an awesome show uh, our last two things are you know pretty obvious we've done them for the other 42 episodes we've done <laughs> monster we have dude um we've actually already done this um this is our second time recording this bit we put uh unctuous at the number 13 spot <laughs> yes so griffin is correct uh we liked him did quite a bit we yeah. did record this once before yeah just this previous few minutes yeah we did this earlier i wasn't fucking recording so Back to Monster Menagerie, Unctuous. <laughs> we liked him better than Skullhead, but not as much as Detestro. Um, Which, of course, the others will have to get their say at some point. Yeah, well. we put Unctuous okay. at like a B tier. Um, oh, yeah. So he, uh, we have 26 monsters on the list, and he ended up number 13. So mm-hmm. not bad, so honestly. 15, but he hasn't quite breached mm-hmm. that coveted top 10 yeah. yet. I really liked the actor in the suit, though, walking like a crab and, you know, having his T-Rex arms up like that and flinging him around. He was good. So the voice actor for him was fun. Um, mm-hmm. The idea was fun. Mm-hmm. I loved the costume. Yeah. The actor, I just, I really liked him. Uh, my rating for this episode is um, a three, even though I was worried about two thirds mm-hmm. of the way in towards the third act. Um it got better towards the end. I remembered all the parts that I laughed at and uh, how convincingly menacing Vlad was. We got a new character and I hope we see him again. So it's a three for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, mine will remain as it was before uh, when we first <laughs> recorded this. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, made up our minds already. 3.5 is, will still be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really like it. At some point, I'll try to get the other scores. And then we can get a better idea of how everyone liked it. Um, I'll probably just rewatch it with them at some point when we oh, get a no, chance. No, 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 no. This they weren't here. <laughs> they don't have a. Welcome. Oh, it's a coup. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> Our show now. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. It was a lot of fun. I, I love I love recording with you guys. I like editing for you. I love I love Beetleborgs, and it's really cool to have a have you guys and to watch one of my favorite shows with so <laughs> that's pretty much all i got on, tonight of course we love having you edit we love having you on for the episodes whenever we get you thank you so yeah man um glad to do the episode with you i think uh, i think that's about all we have uh we do love you guys thank you for listening anyone um, that's listening to this like <laughs> you have no idea you're really cool man you have good taste of course we love you so yeah, um, of course, as always, check us out, Project Louder, mm-hmm. wherever you guys find your podcasts, uh, we'll be there. Yeah, um, uh, projectlouder.net. Our friend TJ runs that site, and he's a great guy. He could use your support, and I hope you sign up for, subscribe to projectlouder.net, put your email in that box, and say, yeah, 
newsletters and all that stuff because our stuff's on that on there as well and we're, we're of course we're really pumped up to be a part of project ladder thanks nick this has been the trained borg slayer <laughs> we got a, we got nine more stops <laughs> we're on our way all right um i am nick i've been griffin and we have been smack my bitch up Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>